cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud. Experience. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and on this journey with me this week is a young man that's out here for a great cause. I'd like to welcome Jake from WrestleThon. Jake, welcome to the experience, hey. buddy. Thanks, Delvin. How you doing, man? Glad Good. to be here. Good. As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five, five questions Five answers to get the ball rolling. Jake, are you ready? I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Question number one. What was your favorite game you played last year? Favorite game of 2017. Um, well, because it's free to play currently, I would say uh, battle or Fortnite Battle Royale. But because it's still early access, I'll give you more of a um, uh, of a more of a solid product. I really liked Wolfenstein 2. Uh, I liked a lot of the uh, the topics they were touching on. I liked the idea of um, uh, the the I don't know the the concept of never giving up in that situation, uh, making sure that the people's voices are heard through that. Um, I don't like uh, I, I well I like that it's touching on some topics that are hitting in the current culture, but I don't think that was necessarily their idea when they made Wolfenstein one in 2011, it kind of just worked its into that way. And then they're tackling the same issues that people in the world are tackling right now. And some of the more uh, intense uh, moments of that game are kind of things I've never seen in video games before. So I would recommend uh, or Wolfenstein two to pretty much anyone. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, um, uh, Fortnite, and uh, WWE 2K18. It's it's. I mean, I'm so ingrained in wrestling that I have to give it a shot every year. So, <laughs> you and I both, brother. Yeah. Question number two, which leads to what you just said. Question two: Top five wrestlers of all time. 
top five wrestlers of all time. Number one, uh, Shawn Michaels, HBK, uh, Mr. WrestleMania, the icon, the showstopper, the main event. Uh, I'd probably go on a hundred more nicknames for him, but, uh, uh, when I was a kid, I saw the, uh, the first thing wrestling that I remember watching on my own, not when like I was with my cousins and they were watching Hulk Hogan and all them, or I was with my, uh, my uncle and he was watching something else or whatnot. Uh, the first thing I discovered on my own was the music video they made for Shawn Michaels, uh, when he had to give up the intercontinental title due to, um, at the time, they were saying concussions, uh, oh, yeah, but talking. we come to find out that was he got in a bar fight uh, with a couple of Marines. Yes. So, uh, yeah, but no, I, I kind of thought that was really cool. I thought it was a weird song that they chose, but like they showed a lot of really cool things from Shawn Michaels, and then it kind of that kind of led directly into uh, his uh, WrestleMania 12 match against Bret Hart, the Iron Man match, and. Uh, I just, I was kind of hooked from there and he became my favorite. Um, after that, uh, I'd have to go, I don't know. I was, I was a really big Owen Hart fan too, even though he and Sean were messing around a lot. Like I really liked Owen Hart a lot. Uh, so like it was, it was rough when I was a kid and having to deal with that. It's even more rough going back and hearing all the stuff about it. Um, I'm a real big fan of, uh, I guess number three would be CM Punk. I like a lot of the stuff he was doing. He's real good, real good heel for this generation in time, especially with what they have to get away with now and what they have to go towards. Um, I'm a, uh, currently, I love Kenny Omega. Uh, uh-huh. He might not be top five all time. He's getting there, but like he's really good. Um, so, yeah, you know what? Fine, we'll put him at four. Kenny, congrats. You made it to number four. Um, and then, uh, I really, I really like the rock. I think number five is the rock. He, uh, every, he was just great. Like his personality that he had in the ring outside of the ring, whenever he was being the rock, it was by far above and beyond anything else anyone was doing at the time. Uh, and he didn't care what he was saying on the microphone. He didn't care what people were saying about him. He would just go out there and, um, just make everyone laugh for five, 10 minutes and then have a match that was just as entertaining as his promos. So I, yeah, it's probably number five on my list. So cool. Cool. Yeah. Question, Question number, number three. three. If you were in a tag team, team, who would who be your tag team, team partner? Well, if we're talking people like people in general, um, if we're talking like not wrestlers, uh, I would say Drew from WrestleThon would be my tag team partner. He's my uh, my partner for the event. Uh, he's been helping me uh, bust my ass every single year to make sure that we do everything that we can for this organization, for the charities that we associate ourselves with, making sure that all the sponsors and support and everything like that, everyone that works with us uh, is acknowledged correctly and taken care of and make sure that uh, everything's organized in a way that we've, we've never were in the first couple of years. And without Drew, I couldn't do what we do now. Uh, but if I'm pulling a wrestler in, uh, I'm going to go a little bit uh, of a homer here. Um, I got to go with my boy, Brendan Williams. He's uh, he's currently an NXT prospect. Uh, he and I have been actually pretty close friends in real life for a couple of years now. Uh, when he uh, retired from professional football and got signed by the WWE, we all lost our minds. Like even him, he lost his mind completely whenever they sent him that contract. He was so excited and we're so we're excited for him. But like, 
I kind of get this big daddy cool diesel HBK feel between me and him because he's six seven, six eight, something like that. I'm five ten, so <laughs> he could be big daddy cool. I'll be HBK. We'll be <laughs> the, the two dudes with attitudes. <laughs> Definitely, I like that. Question number four: What's your favorite wrestling video game? That's tough uh, because I've said this on every podcast we've been on for uh, for WrestleThon. I've said this to many people that asked uh, because all wrestling games are terrible. Um, every one of them, even the ones that were great, they're bad. Uh, but that being said, I really, really enjoy because just all the fond memories I have attached to it and uh, all the hours that I've been playing with friends and everything. Uh, WWF No Mercy is probably my absolute favorite wrestling game of all time. Uh, even if it is bad, it's still really good, and it's a lot of fun. And some of the times when a game is terrible or a game has issues or it's flawed or whatnot, that can make the game even more fun. Um, I don't think No Mercy actually has any issues. It's just kind of sluggish here and there, but it was working with the the technology it had at the time, and it's funny that it still holds the um, it still holds that torch for a lot of people because you'll ask kids that maybe a little bit younger now they know that they've had a chance to play like no mercy or WrestleMania 2000 or WCW NW or revenge or whatnot. And they'll all be like, man, those were really good wrestling games. You're like, yeah, yeah. They were, that's probably where I would put my, uh, my money. If somebody were to ask me like, what's my favorite game of all time. Um, but no mercy is probably number one on my list. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, I'm a big fan of the virtual pro games that came out during that same era. Uh, I didn't have a lot of time to play those as a kid, but playing them now through WrestleThon, through what we do for our events, I've gained a, uh, a really, really uh, heartfelt appreciation towards those games. They put a lot of effort into them. You see a lot of characters you'd never see in like typical Western wrestling games. And um, yeah, they might've fringed on some copyrights and whatnot to put some of those wrestlers in there, but it's fun to have people like the great Muda go against uh Chris Jericho or Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant, just because you can. Um, and if we're talking current wrestling games, it's my favorite. I really like 2K18. It's um, There's a lot of creativity in there, a lot of uh, fun characters you can download and matches you can have. But uh, Fire Pro this year is fantastic. Uh, if you guys haven't played the new Fire Pro World, um, I think it's pretty cheap on Steam right now. I think it's like 30 bucks, but it's probably one of the deeper wrestling games I've played in the past 10 years. And... The customization in that game is just as insane as it is in 2K18. And the matches feel a little bit more fluid like wrestling matches are. They don't feel like a fighting game. Um, and just it just overall, it just it allows you to do some more things that maybe the more uh, 3D polygonal games don't do. So uh, to answer your question, No Mercy is my favorite wrestling game. But currently, I really enjoy 2K18 and uh, Fire Pro World. So. Oh wait, no Fire Pro World to come to PS4. That yes, would, it's that that's going to be fantastic. We're uh, we're hoping that we have a copy of that before WrestleThon hits. Uh, if not, we'll be playing it on the computer. We'll definitely figure out a way to get a game or two in on that because I don't want to go through a WrestleThon this year without people seeing the greatness that is that game. So definitely, I can have a bear as a referee. I'm sorry, you can. Just, <laughs> there's like ridiculous things about it, and it's fantastic. Like. I'm a big giant bomb fan. I think some of our viewers know that. Uh, I don't know if some of your fans do. I don't know if they're aware of us. If you aren't, check us out, WrestleThon.com. Um, but uh, 
I'm a big fan of Giant Bomb, and you can download uh, Jeff Gersman and Brad Shoemaker and Alex Navarro and Dan Reichert and whatnot, and they all have character models in the game, and it's a heck of a lot of fun. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Question number five, and all everybody's right. favorite: What is the dumbest thing you ever done as a kid? Dumbest thing I've ever done as a kid. Um. Oh man, that's tough. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's really, it was dumb. It might've been like not smart on my behalf, but, uh, there was a kid that he and I weren't necessarily best friends. And, uh, one of my friends talked me into going bike riding with them and we were going to go off some jumps and whatnot off our BMXs and stuff like that. We were riding through the woods and, um, the buddy that I wasn't really, or the, the, the kid that I wasn't really friends with, uh, he ran, he rode in front of me and he put it, oh, did I lose you there? Love to listen. Okay. Um, but a, a buddy, of, um, uh, the friend, the kid that I wasn't a friend with, uh, he rode in front of us and at the bottom of the ramp, he put a, a giant uh, piece of wood uh, at the very bottom of it. So right as I went over the jump, I was landing on a piece of wood. And I tr the thing that makes it really dumb on my behalf was I knew I shouldn't have trusted this kid. I wasn't friends with this kid, and he was kind of rude to me, but I trusted him. And as soon as I go over that jump, I come down and land my bike on top of this giant uh, log that he put down, and I just absolutely destroy my bike. I broke a couple bones. I chipped a tooth. And uh, from that day forward, I was, uh, it, it made me have some trust issues for a little bit, but I think I've gotten over them. <laughs> that kid was a jerk to say the least. Yeah, right? Oh man. I got some good air though for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every journey starts with a beginning. So tell us the beginning of yours. Where are you from exactly? Uh well, I was uh born in Virginia, uh then moved to uh the northern panhandle of West Virginia. Um during uh that time I spent a lot of time in the Pittsburgh area, Pennsylvania area. And, um, around 2000, my parents decided that we were going to move to Texas and I've been in San Antonio or some version of Houston ever since. Um, I, to be honest with you, I, I, I don't regret anything that happened to me as a kid up in, uh, Western, uh, Pennsylvania, West Virginia area, but I've loved every minute I've been in Texas and, um, San Antonio is a wonderful city. If no one's been there before, I'd absolutely recommend it. It's, it's a big city, but it's got a small town feel. It's it's a there's a lot of fun things to do there. A lot of cool tourist things. Some of the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. Um, home of the best burger place I've ever been to. I'm gonna give them a plug right now. If you're in San Antonio and you're and you're looking for a really good burger, take a drive about 20 minutes outside of town to a town called Holotus. There's a burger place called Bobby J's Hamburgers. It's the best hamburger place. I've ever been to in my entire life and I'm not being hyperbolic. Like I've been, I've tried to go to places that are like, we got the best burger. It's, it's not fast food. They're all homemade. They're all massive patties. Uh, every one of the buns is like uh, butter toasted and everything. It's just so good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting off track there. Uh, fun. Fun. Yeah. But, uh, but Houston, uh, Houston's been great to me. I've uh, I graduated college uh, from Sam Houston state. I currently work there. Uh, but in the meantime, I've spent some time in, um, in other areas around, met my wife in that area. 
and um, we've been happy in this area since. So we're hoping to raise a family, build a house, all that stuff. So, okay. How did you develop your love for gaming? Uh, you know, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I do remember one day a uh, NES Nintendo just kind of showed up at my house. And I don't remember if my dad got it for me or it was a hand-me-down from a cousin going to college or something of that nature. But I do remember playing a ton of Super Mario Brothers 3, getting really good at the game, being one of my being my the only one of my friends that could beat it. Um and then it just it became like a an ever-ending flow of Nintendo games from there. I've been playing I remember playing a ton of games like uh Captain Skyhawk and then Ninja Turtles um the original game and the arcade game, playing things like the Back to the Future game, or Skate or Die, stuff like that. It just became this uh, this never-ending flow because my dad would take me to the uh, local video store and he told me I can get one movie and one game and I'd always ask him if I could get two and he wanted me to watch some movies instead of just playing games all the time. So uh, every once in a while, I hope my mom would take me to the video store so I could get two games. It just from there on, it was just always, hey, I got to play the next one. I got And anytime a friend got a system that I didn't have, spent way too much time at that friend's house and... Uh, probably be asked to leave by his parents at some point in time. But uh, after I got a little older, I started getting jobs. I made sure that I never missed the system, never missed a game I really wanted to play. And it's been that way since. And uh, like I said, I've been playing a bunch of Fortnite lately and Wolfenstein and Fire Pro. And I'm really excited about Sea of Thieves. Uh, I'm really excited about the new Dragon Ball Z Fighters game. That looks really good. Uh, it was never really a huge fighting game fan, but I played a ton of Mortal Kombat 3 on the Genesis, and uh, I've played some Injustice on the new systems. I really like those games. Um, but yeah, it's just it's been a thing in my life that I, it's always kind of been there for me, and I've made tons of friends because of it, and I started a whole charity event about it. And um, let's, get it, let's get into that. For those who don't right, know, what yeah. is WrestleThon? Uh, okay, so WrestleThon has been in the past four years a um, 48-hour charity live stream marathon in which we play wrestling video games, uh, retro and new, to raise money for our organization called Child's Play Charity. Um, they Child's Play Charity is a charitable organization that is run by the people that put on packs, and they donate toys and games to pediatric wings of hospitals children's hospitals, and domestic abuse shelters all over the world. And we were so touched by the work that they do and the amazing kids that they work with that we knew that we wanted to be involved with them in some way. So we put together our organization and our games and everything like that, and we came up with a neat little thing that we wanted to do. And it's evolved uh, every year since then. The first year, it was we had no plan. We were just going to put whatever game we wanted on whenever we wanted on and uh, play it as long and until people stopped watching. And people didn't stop watching. We had over a 1,000 viewers for a large majority of the first event. <clears throat> and we've been holding that pretty much that viewership at a time during our events. And we've been so lucky to have people like Twitch uh, support us and uh, Funko Pop support us and WWE 2K Games support us. Uh, as well as people like Cougar Gaming and Elgato Gaming and DX Racer and a whole bunch of awesome people that help us do some amazing giveaways or support our event in other ways through technology that we didn't have to upgrade our streams and things like that. And 
We found a lot of really amazing volunteers. We're always looking for more. If you're in the Houston area or if you would like to come down to the Houston area during our event, uh, please get with us. Uh, just send us an email to wrestlethon at gmail.com. We're always looking for new people. We're always looking for help in any way, shape, or form. We can find it. Um, <clears throat> and it's just we want to find people and we want to do things for this awesome organization that we completely believe in. And um, we, well, I've been saying this since year one of the event that I would gladly be tired over the course of 48 hours, be exhausted, be physically drained um, <clears throat> to do whatever I can or raise whatever I can to help these kids in these hospitals or shelters. Um, because what they're going through is nowhere near the tired that I am. They, they're dealing with things that are so much worse. And by helping these kids, you're not only helping them, you're helping their families. You're helping these kids be kids again. You're helping these kids uh, live their lives the way they normally would. And normal is such an amazing help to these kids when they're going through some of the worst things that their families and them have ever been through because of the sickness or illness or situations that these kids are in. So <clears throat> we started we started the event in 2012, I think it is now. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Hold up one second. Let me get a drink. Here. Ask some more questions anyway. All right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, what is it? Like? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. What is it like undertaking such a huge project? Like, just I don't even know how logistically I would even think of like, okay, I want to do, I want to donate to this charity. <laughs> I'm going to do it a, a 48 hours. I don't know how how that would even come to my head to think of such an undertaking, and <clears throat> even to the little minute details of okay, we're going to just only stream wrestling games. So uh, this whole thing started <clears throat> because I was playing, uh, I was streaming on my personal stream and I was playing Call of Duty a lot and I was getting frustrated at it, but I figured that I wanted to do a charity thing and originally it was going to be me playing for 24 hours, just playing Call of Duty and seeing if I could get people to donate even like a hundred bucks to some charity that I picked. Well, I was talking with some friends that I work with. And I was talking with some very good friends of mine uh, who all happen to be wrestling fans. It's how it's pretty much how we were friends at, at the time. Um, <clears throat> uh, and we decided that instead of playing Call of Duty, I would create a new Twitch channel and we would uh, play wrestling games. Uh, originally, it was for 24 hours. And it was that seemed a little doable. Uh, we were originally just going to play 2K18 for 24 hours and, uh, you know, have some people stay up all night and just be dumb about it. But... Then it became, I'm going to, uh, you know, I have some friends that can be here on Saturday. I have some friends that can be here on, uh, or Friday night into Saturday, Saturday night into Sunday. And we could make this work for 48 hours. We could get people to just be on camera and say, hey, let's help this amazing organization the best we can. Well, the first year we did it, I originally thought maybe we could raise $2,500. It was a goal in my mind that if we reached it, I'd be like, wow, that's that's really impressive. We fell a little short that year. We hit we hit just over $1,000, and I was so blown away by the help from our volunteers and the amazing community that we developed from all of our fans and viewers that at $1,000, I was still blown away because not only was it just we raised that amount of money, 
we we built this thing that people believed in and now because we got over a thousand dollars i said you know what we're going to do it again and the next year we came out and we did it we not only made a thousand dollars we doubled it uh well actually we made uh, fifteen hundred dollars so we had a little rough year everything was down but we still did more than we did the year before so i made a proclamation on the event uh and this the the event that happened was just kind of um it was still just me making decisions about it. So I was late uh, about sending out uh, sponsorship requests and organizing volunteers and everything like that. Like I was doing it all like two months out, something we cannot do, something we will never do again. Um, <clears throat> but still, we made it through 48 hours. We raised over $1,500 and we, or over a thousand, I don't remember exactly the number. I think it was, I think it was like 1200 or something like that or 1500. It was really close to that. And because we did better than the year we did before, I made the proclamation that as long as WrestleThon does better than the year it does before, we will continue to put on a main event show uh, once a year that will um, uh, do whatever we can to raise money for Child's Play. Well, after that, I realized that I needed to start working on the event pretty much immediately after um, that year's event. So we, we built a website. I brought Drew on board with me. Uh, we organized all of our volunteers. We had people committing months in advance. We had more sponsors. We had people sending food to our events so our, our uh, volunteers could be fed. We had support from people like um, <clears throat> uh, Derek Montilla over at the Steel Cage podcast and the New Age Insiders podcast and a whole bunch of other uh, wrestling podcasts. Yeah, uh, Houston Wrestling Radio was a uh, – I couldn't leave them out of this conversation. They've been huge to us and helping sending people our way and – uh, uh, like I said, Steel Cage, Houston Wrestling, your Steel Cage podcast, uh, Houston Wrestling Radio, Moments with the Mayor with Derek Montilla, um, uh, Spanish Announce Table, Shining Wizards, Tap Out at Three, the guys over at New Legacy, they've all, uh, New Legacy Inc., um, Spanish Announce Table podcast, people like that, they've all been so helpful in sending not only support, but volunteers and viewers to our events. Without them, we couldn't build the, the, um, the community that we have today. Uh, through that community, we've raised over $8,000 for Child's Play Charity over the course of our four events. We're hoping to not only raise that much this year, but more. It would be really cool if we could raise eight grand and double our amount total. Um, but if that's not the case, we'd still love to raise what we've been raising for the past couple of years. We'd like to hit the 5000 mark this year. We think we can do that. we really like to do that. Um, but we're hoping to break the 10000 mark for the all-time mount that we've raised for Child's Play. And um, that's a big deal to us this year. It's kind of our big goal this year. Uh, anything over that would be fantastic and better because none of, we don't take a dime from this. All of the money that we raise, every donation goes directly to Child's Play. And we couldn't be more happy about that. Like The only thing that we do that helps benefit us is we sell shirts. And anyone that wants to buy a shirt can go to our website. There's a store shop. There's a store link there. You can go to uh, whatamaneuver.com. Check out the WrestleThon store and buy a shirt. Any money bought or any money spent on uh, the merch items goes to our pockets to pay for the next year's WrestleThon. Uh, we we need to feed our volunteers. We need to buy new games when they come out. We need to buy new systems. Sometimes we want to buy better prizes to give away to you guys. Things like that. Uh, the other thing they can do is if they want to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash WrestleThon. You can also subscribe to us there. We are a... Um, we are a partner Twitch streamer, so any subscription money that comes in as well goes directly back into the event through us. 
but any donations made to Child's Play for, through WrestleThon go directly to Child's Play. And all 8500 or whatever it is that we've raised for them so far has gone directly to them, and we couldn't be more proud than that. Um, this year's event, it's going to be a little bit different of a format than what we've done in the past. Uh, in the past, it started at 5 p.m. on Friday uh, of, of the event week that we're doing it. Um, and we've gone to Sunday at 5 p.m. Uh, this year, it's going to still go from Friday at 5 p.m. to Sunday at 5 p.m. However, during overnight sessions, we're going to be throwing off to some of our uh, non-location view or streamers. So we're going to have some guest streamers fill in some of the overnight hours for us so we can actually get some sleep so that we can keep pushing on during the next day. And we also have other viewers that would like to create some more content for the WrestleThon brand. And we can't, we're super excited to have them on board. Uh, we're super excited to see what they bring to the table. Um, they're probably not going to have as, as big of a gaming library that we have at WrestleThon, but they're nonetheless, they are parts of WrestleThon that we didn't have during the first event. Now that we've reached our fifth year, uh, we're hitting that big, um, uh, we're hitting that, that, uh, what I think it's the silver anniversary or what is a five-year anniversary? It's silver. Yeah, it, if it's if it's silver, I, I think you're right. Once we hit that silver anniversary, we, we need to make uh, we're making a bigger splash. So we're bringing in uh, some of our viewers that have been with us for the past couple of years, some of our supporters that have moved away, um, things like that that help us uh, uh, fill some of the hours that we couldn't before. And with those people involved, it allows us to put on a better show during the hours where we're awake, uh, as opposed to waking up, get, being having people do the whole overnight from midnight to 10 a.m. They're exhausted. And then the people that wake up probably didn't go to bed at midnight. They probably went to bed at three. So they have five to six hours of sleep because they couldn't fall asleep immediately. Then they're exhausted. Everyone's run around like chickens with their heads cut off the next day, trying to follow a schedule that has already fallen uh, way behind or, or way ahead or anything like that. So it makes it so much easier for us. Um, logistically and we're, we're excited that that's going to be involved in this year's event um so if somebody wants to volunteer to help no, no, they, no. who would they contact well the best way to get a hold of us is go to uh wrestlethon.com and there is a contact link there it says contact us go ahead and do that it'll send a direct email to us but if you'd like you can always dm us or send us a message on twitter twitter.com slash wrestlethon uh, you can email us, wrestlethon at gmail.com. We're pretty quick about getting back on emails. Uh, you can message me on Twitter. It's uh, jwit8771, uh, jwhit8771, or you can just search Jake from Wrestlethon. It'll show up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're always looking for more people. We're always looking for people that want to donate. We're always looking for people that want to donate uh, – items to us for not only giving away, but a game that maybe we don't have or a system that we're missing that has a great game on it or stuff like that, or uh, their time and uh, helping us promote the event and things like that. Kind of like you're doing, Delvin. We really appreciate you having us on for this. And I know we've had some audio issues during this whole thing, and I, I don't I don't envy your editing process later tonight. Um, <laughs> but it, if without people like you and without people that come send us emails or uh, uh, contact us during the stream or stuff like that. Like we wouldn't be where we are today and we couldn't do this without every, without everyone's help. And like I said, 
none of this is for us. Like none of this money comes to us to so that I can be rolling in $8,000 made over four years. It all goes directly to the organization. It all goes directly to child's play. And I know it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but you got to remember out of $8,000, $400 is a PlayStation 4. $200 is a, uh, or $300 is a Nintendo Switch for a kid. $100 right now gets them a DS. Uh, or they can get a teddy bear or bike or something like that that helps them with their recovery. Uh, it's it's not just video games. It's literally anything that the kids need in these situations. Um, it's mostly toys and games, yes, but a lot of the times uh, toys and games help um, toys and games help uh, with the healing process and toys and games actually help them stay connected to their friends back home or family members or uh, help them stay in touch with themselves. And we couldn't be more proud to be, to help them over the past couple of years. And uh, like I've said, every dime helps. So. So um, let everybody know when the event happens this year. Okay. Um, we haven't made an announcement on the date yet, so you're going to get the uh, the world exclusive right now. Um, we are shooting for the 18th, 19th, and 20th of May. Um, make sure to ch- make sure to check with us on twitter.com slash wrestlethon or wrestlethon.com as the event might move to the 25th, 26th, and 27th. But as of right now, we are shooting for the 25th or the sorry the 18th, 19th, and 20th of May, 2018. That is, it's as locked in stone as it possibly can be, but life has some curveballs that throw to us. Uh, we've had to make an adjustment in the past on the day of the event, not on the day of the event, but like when we choose the event. But in January, on January 17th of 2018, I can tell you right now that WrestleThon is tentatively scheduled for the 18th, 19th, and 20th of May, 2018. Definitely. That sounds awesome. We'll make sure we have you back on before then. That would be great. I'd love to come back. Um, and, uh, we'd be glad to have you on. Uh, we're actually starting a new weekly uh, wrestling uh, stream. We're going to be playing things on Wrestle or twitch.tv slash WrestleThon. Myself and Drew, and we'll also have other guest, uh, guest streamers with us during these events. But we're shooting for every Thursday night from, uh, from next week. January the, uh, give me one second, I'll tell you exactly the date. January the 25th through WrestleThon starting, we are going to be doing a uh, a once a week event, Thursday nights, probably starting at 6 p.m. Central Time, going to about 10 p.m. Central Time, where we play some wrestling game and talk about the state of professional wrestling and any updates for WrestleThon. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to throw that out there, let everyone know we want to grow a community, we want to, like, we want to build a platform for all of our fans to come talk with us or all of our fans uh, or all of our viewers to come say, Hey, I remember that wrestling game. I can't wait to see more of that at WrestleFun. Uh, so look for us next Thursday, January 25th, and then make sure to check out for WrestleFun 5. That's right. WrestleFun 5 on uh, G- May 18th, 19th, and 20th of 2018. Awesome. Yeah. So check them out. January 25th, right on Twitch? Yep. January, 20, 20, January 25th on, on Twitch. Yep. And May 18th, 19th, and 20th for WrestleThon. Yep, and that will also be on Twitch. So make sure you go to twitch.tv slash WrestleThon. Give us a follow there. You'll get updated every time we go live. 
Uh, and then if you want to follow us on Twitter or WrestleThon.com, make sure to check us out on those places as well. Just type the word WrestleThon. You can find us. We've literally gathered every single piece of social media. We have the WrestleThon name on it. Uh, so just look us up. We'll be glad to answer any questions you guys have. Um, and we hope to see you guys on stream next week. That'd be great. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Jake. Man, we definitely got to have you back on again. Awesome. Thanks, Delvin. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I'm, I'm sorry about the audio issues. No problem, brother. <laughs> and as always, Delvin Cox Experience, we out. Peace. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.